For too many years, families of children with devastating illnesses have felt helpless as they watched their child suffer. Today, they're taking matters into their own hands and finally finding relief, treating their child with cannabis. These are their stories. Welcome to another episode of Love and Cannabis. I am Nina Simmons. And I am Osiris Steffen. And we are the proud parents of Aiden Steffen. Hey guys, welcome, welcome to our second part of our episode with the Klein family. Uh, it's been really great and I'm looking forward to continuing. Uh, Nina, I've been enjoying myself. How about you? Yeah. So guys, please uh Let's continue. Uh, you know, take us back to where your son is starting to make contact yes, with you, you guys. Yes, you want to hear Con- all of it. Because we saw the same thing in our son, and it's like, holy, did he just say that? Did he just do that? And it's like, just like you guys had said, and, you know, it brought a tear to eyes, and it was the same for us. It was like, oh, my God, we're doing something right. After all the experimenting, all the dosing, all the things that you're just throwing at him, he's finally starting to get through, and it's just like, it's... It's like a rebirth in a way. It is. And it's and great it's like, word. Great word. And it basically, it could be just the smallest things. And I think for us, for me, when he went to school, because he was my, our, he was having so many seizures that we didn't think he would be able to go to school. So when he was wow. able to go into the, the three pre-K program. Yeah. It was, it was, it was, it was a great moment for Remember, us. Remember, he couldn't even talk. I had to teach him sign language just yeah. for him to communicate. Yeah, because he was having, it's like his brain was on fire. Constant. So that was huge for us. And then another milestone was when he played T-ball, Harlem, Harlem Little League. Yes. Oh, yes. that's so cute. Wow. Yeah, he was able to play. And he could play in the parks, run around, climb, and take chances. It was just like one of those things where like, people were like, that's nothing. It was like, you take it for granted when yes. your child can't do oh. it. Wow, big time, big time. It's, it's something I think we all feel as as parents of children with special needs, it's like, it's those little things. I had already come to terms with my son will never call me mommy. Like uh. he just won't. And, and the first time I, I heard him say mommy, it's, it was, I, it was shocking. It was because I had already buried that. I had put it away already. And, you know, cause we need to do that. I feel like we have to protect ourselves mm-hmm. because we have so much love for our babies and we need to protect ourselves because we have to stay focused on healing them. And we don't have time sometimes, you know, I feel like I don't have time sometimes to get into all that nitty gritty emotion because I have a job to do. I got to get this kid going. I got to get, you know, be his advocate, I have to be his voice. You know, I totally hear you. We, how many signs do Yonko have? Over 100 signs? Oh, yeah. He, yeah. he was fully signing, um, like functional sign language um, before he could talk. And even now he's 15 and, and when he says mommy, um, I still get that little flutter. It's so funny. I, 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 I he comes in the room and he's like, mommy and daddy. Yeah. That's you awesome. Know, he's like, and then he has family, family. And I'm like, like he appreciates like that we, we exist, you know? And it's like, he, he, I don't know if he remembers the things that he went through. Like where we used to have to, yeah, I oh, you're, Nina, you're going to go crazy with this one. I used to have to sew his clothes on in the morning. Yeah, with no. needle and thread because he would get into his diaper. And so I we would buy him like oversized onesie type things mm-hmm. and sew them on 
remember sewing his clothes. Wow, that was insane. And then pulling it, pulling it all on through his head and his arm. Oh my! We used to put his pants, pants on, on first, backwards. and then the onesie. Yeah, the pants first, then the onesie. Oh my god! Or the overalls backwards. Oh my god! That because he would, he 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 would he would go painting with his diaper. It was like any. Oh my god! The no, I get it. A little escape artist. Oh yeah. my god! It's so amazing but, with the uh, things you would do. You especially know, parents, you come up with all these ideas. It's right. Yeah, and it's like yeah. I never thought of that. <laughs> it's not like there's no. It's not like there's a book for it. <laughs> you know. We're, we're so resourceful when we need to be. And you, you know? find things that you didn't even think existed. Yeah. Oh my god. It's pretty, so, pretty wild. So so once we started him on the cannabis, we really saw a huge huge growth, and the community started noticing. You know, we take him into the market, and he was. You know, the market was like a huge issue for him before, and and he would violently throw himself on the floor to get, you know, because he wanted certain things, and he couldn't say what he wanted, so he'd be grabbing everything, and it was like a disaster. Now we have a little, a little guy that, you know, he asked for things and was, you know, calm, and people asked what we were doing, and they realized that other people were asking because they genuinely wanted to know and they cared. You know, we told them, and they're like, oh man, you know, my sister, she, her, her daughter, you know. As autism, you can, you can make something for them because they keep kosher, you know, and then this one and the rabbi and then this one and that one, you know, and then someone said, you know, the, the, there's a rabbi in town that has, has cancer and he's really sick. And, you know, can you make something for him while he's on his chemo and wow. can you do this and can you do that? So it ended up being that we were just in the kitchen making making edibles for people for free we were just you were just doing baking as usual yeah just wow. whatever we you know just just going for it we'd say you know talk to your doctor get get a show us the, what the prescription is tell them tell us what you need and we'll make it you know we'll we'll buy the flour for you we'll make your oil we'll send it to the lab we were you know just just doing a mitzvah a mitzvah is a good deed in hebrew you know we were just just mitzvah. doing it to help that's uh, awesome and then yeah. as we got as we got more serious you know, and we started getting people that were, in a, a, you know, expanded communities and whatnot. You know, we went back online and we did our research, very limited budget. And we figured out back then, you know, the whole collective model. You have the mutual, mutual benefit corporation so and all that we're jazz. we're in California, so it's a little bit different for us. Oh, that's right. That's right. Okay, you guys so, are back east, right? So yeah, New York, be, yes. Yeah. You guys are in New York, right? Yes. Yeah. Right. So but, in California, yeah. it used to be that you used to... Um, have a gray area where you could technically, um, you know, share cannabis among a group, you know, as long as you guys were all part of the same club, so oh. to speak. And the way to get into the club was there would be people that would be managers of the club. And then you would join the club by showing that you had a, a recommendation from a doctor to use medical cannabis. Oh. And then you would sign an agreement with us and you'd be part right. of our kind of like closed circuit model where, you know, no one talks about Fight Club, right? <laughs> you were in Fight Club, you got, got part it. of the cannabis that was available, you know, yeah, you, we did, did you weren't all, paying for it, it was yeah. all donations. We did it all le as legal as possible at the time. Yeah. Um, so we had, you know, we went to a lawyer, we want, you know, we didn't want to get in trouble. We're not, we weren't looking for trouble, we just wanted to help people. So we started our own collective, the Mitzvah Collective, and people would have to, you know, give us a copy of their ID, a copy of their prescription, sign our, you know, paperwork, um, and then they would get to be get access to this. Um, it got to the we started that because it got to the point that I I was teaching full time at the at that time, and I was taking off so many days of work and finding substitute teachers because 
I was so busy fill, fulfilling orders for people on a break. And, and you, know, you were yeah. seeing people. You, I think really what drove Schiffer also is the results. You know, people would call us back and they would say they want to continue getting it and they want to, uh, uh, you know, be more involved and, and make a bigger donation to help us because they were seeing real results. And how could Schiffer turn people? How could we turn people away? Yeah, I couldn't um, say no. Sorry, yeah. we're not going to do this, but yeah. we couldn't sustain ourselves on it. So. We started a legitimate collective, and then we started to get more serious into research. Um, and we really just aligned ourselves with people in the industry that were like-minded, that wanted to help also. Um, and they shared research with us. Uh, we were able to come up with specific formulas. We spoke to doctors that were doing research on autism, um, letting us know what terpenes were working, what terpenes they weren't working. Uh, and for those out there that don't know, maybe we want to talk just very quickly about you know, terpenes are part of the, yeah. the chemical makeup. Yeah, they're, they're natural hydrocarbons found in the cannabis plant. They're also found in most plant matter. Um, and they determine not only the taste and smell of the plant, but also the efficacy of the effect that you get. So, right. so you could get, you could get that, well, effects. That, was that the entourage effect? Actually what having, saying? Yeah, the, yeah the, the it, it adds exactly. to the entourage effect. So terpenes actually work very well on their own. Um, yes. And CBD and THC work better with with terpenes. So um, we ended up, we ended up um, actually creating formulas um, using medical journals, already published um, oh. journals from uh, research um, on these terpenes and how they affect different, different ailments. And um, we, we started, um, we started our brand that's wellness um, using these medical journals and all this research. So and we switched from THC to CBD. Right, but once once it once um, the laws changed here in California, we phased out of the using THC in our products um, because of licensing issues, and we weren't ready to grow up that fast yet. Um, get licensing was very difficult back then, um, so we did switch to pure uh, purely using CBD at the time. You know, we still have plans to get back into the THC game. We do feel it's effective for a lot of different people. Uh, but for now, we really uh, rely on our terpene blends for the effect that we're getting. So we noticed that certain, uh, not only us in the house with our kids, um, we ended up putting our youngest daughter, um, who was diagnosed with ADHD and ODD, which is oppositional, oppositional defiant disorder. Um, she was diagnosed at seven years old. Um, and we had her on Ritalin. And um, she had very adverse effects from the Ritalin. Mm -hmm. She was um, she was not able to put on any weight. She had to be on like insured drinks, like to just keep keep food down. That was um, crazy. She had migraines constantly. Yeah. Um, she was absorbing vitamins. It was just a disaster. It was depressing her too. It was, it was a lot of stuff. Yeah, going on. we we ended up putting her on our CBD, and she just started thriving. The oh, only issue awesome. is is that we had a really crazy issue with her because it, it's so funny how the life works. You know, Yaakov, our son was diagnosed as, as, you know, very severe. And, you know, he took his oil in the morning and it lasted all day for him. But, you know, we find with cannabis that it doesn't matter what size you are technically, you know what I mean? It, it really is just how your endocannabinoid system responds yes. to, to, to this plant and her, she burned through it. I'm telling you, but, <laughs> She'd be great in the morning, and by 1 p.m., the school would be calling me, like, you need to come pick up your kid. Is she very uh, thin? Is she thin? She was, um, at the time, she was very, very underweight. Yes, same thing with our son, because 
he was he was taking a lot and people were like that's too much and i'm like I don't, I don't think so because he was very thin no. active and i just think he had a very high he's a very high metabolism and we were talking to a cannabis doctor um in New York, she was saying that CBD stores in your fat cells, but if you don't have much fat cells, you're basically, you're basically burning it. Yeah. A hundred percent. So, so yeah. So we, we ended up having to redose her in the afternoon, mm-hmm. uh, realized that there was a pattern, you know, every, everything. We just, we kept a lot of data on the kids so we could keep track of what was working and what wasn't. And by one o'clock, she needed a dose. Makes and sense. the school fought us on it. She went to an Orthodox Jewish girls' yes. day school, and they fought us. They they got to the point where they said, "Listen, I was like, can you keep it locked in the in the nurse's office? Yeah. At least, you know." And they said, "We need to pick her up every day. This school is a half hour from our house. We need to pick her up every day because we have nothing else to do. We need to drive her two hundred feet from the school, give her her CBD oil, not even THC, CBD oil." And then bring her back to school like a criminal. We were doing um, the same. We were doing the we same. We did the same. No way. Wow. Yeah, we did the same thing. And that's what motivated us to create a bill in New York State where it would address that issue where the kids who are under the medical marijuana program are using cannabis oil to treat for any ailment that they're able to receive it while on the school grounds or if they're at an event that was with the school or any type of institution like either a hospital or a uh, residential treatment center that they still be able to get their um, their medicine, even if That's they had, if the school had to assign someone as a caregiver yes. so that it happened. Because it was crazy for us because I worked in New Jersey. My wife's in the Bronx. Our son's like in a um, East lower Harlem. part of East Harlem. So it's like how you coordinate who's going to go right. and administer it. It was nuts. Yeah. Like, I thought I was going to lose my job. Yeah, me too. I'm, I'm supposed to only have a 30-minute yeah. lunch break. <laughs> yeah, and, I'm, and it's taking an hour, two hours to get home. To get a little plant during yeah. the day. Because, like you said, he was very thin at the time, and he was burning through it. Yeah, it, it's, it's just ridiculous mm-hmm. the things that, that they make us. Like, as if we don't have it hard enough, our lives, you know? Exactly. Like, the biggest argument that I always make about this wonderful, misunderstood plant is how you can purchase, even today, on every street corner, a pack of cigarettes that's made with tobacco that's, you know, not a Schedule One drug, but it's proven to kill you. And there has not been one diagnosed, one documented case of someone dying directly related to cannabis. And still it's Schedule One. It's ridiculous. And it's just, it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous how people can smoke cigarettes and die. And we're fighting tooth and nail to get this going when it's perfectly safe. It's just yeah, if it's done correctly, crazy. and and so we ended up pulling her out of school because, um, you know, it was between putting our choice was they gave us put her back on the river line and keep her here, uh, you know, and do what's not good for her health or take her out of school. Wow. And we and that was a huge that was a huge decision for us because, you know, we don't have a lot of options for Orthodox Jewish day schools. You know, our our boys go to boys school, the girls go to girls school, and um. It, and everything it, was fine before this happened. Yeah, was, you know, and she, I'm like, look at her. She's thriving in school. Why wouldn't you want to keep her? You yeah. know, you're saying she's doing so well. And it's like, well, it's legal matters, you know, all that baloney. This is back in 2016. So, you know, now in California, like you said, like the bill that you guys were working on. So that that has um, passed here in California, congrats. you know, before, but this is way before then. So, you know, we made huge decisions as a family. If we were going to go through making our own brand and, 
and really supporting the community and doing this. We were, we knew we were going to get backlash. We knew there was, you know, there's a lot of stigma and we sat down with our older kids and we're like, listen, this is about to go down. If you know, are, are we game? We're only going to do this if we're all in this together, because nice. if we're all in it together, we can all get through it together. And, you know, we told the kids, these are the things that are going to happen, guaranteed. Number one, your friends are going to be talking about it. They're going to know, you know. Some if, of them are not going to be nice about it either. Exactly. You're going to get teased about it, you know. When we go to synagogue on Saturdays, they're, they're going to be taught. I don't know if we're going to get kicked out. I don't wow. know, you know. You know, we wanted the kids to be completely prepared because we live in a community that is so sheltered that there's so much misunderstanding because we had misunderstanding about it. We knew that we had to be the educators for this community, uh, you know, for them to be able to accept what was, what we were doing. This is a small community. Everyone knows each other, you know, so it's, it's something where it's amazing, you know, in, in, in hindsight, just lo uh, looking back on how far we've come, you know, these rabbis that, that, that we're talking about are, are, are now, you know, customers of ours you know they, they, wow. they buy regularly and it helps them some of them with their marriage some of them you know <laughs> well, yeah you know marriage hey i mean yep. listen you know, I think of myself, so. <laughs> it's, it's really been a blessing uh the blessing in disguise because we had no and this is not you know this no is not way. our life plan this is not, you know, we have a, a beautiful business now and we're supporting a lot of people and it's growing, it's doing so well. And our products that we've been able to formulate um, are so effective that it's now breached outside of the Orthodox Jewish community because they're effective. People want something that works. They don't care, you know, if it's kosher or not. They don't keep kosher. They mm. just want something that works. And they want to be feel supported. You know, I spoke to a woman today um, who is actually in New York right now. She called us a few weeks ago um, for her mother. Her mother's 92 years old, and she has cancer, and she just survived COVID. Wow. And she said her mother has given up. Her mother's doing better. She's been released from the hospital. But she said, I give up. I'm just too tired to keep going. It's it just, I'm, it really knocked her, knocked her off her rocker here, literally. And um, she wanted to explore cannabis. And she called me because she saw that they're very, very religious. And I told her, you know, she, she needs something for her appetite. And I told her, you're better off with THC for appetite. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not here to sell you a product that's not going to work for what you need. My job is to help you get what you need, even if it's not my product. So I hooked her up with, um, who I know you know, um, is um, uh, Dr. June. Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. So I send a lot of our, because we get a, a, a huge Orthodox community um, in New York. So we get a lot of calls because uh, we're like an Orthodox, you know, family brand. So we send a lot of people to June to get their prescriptions. Oh, and um, and um, she got her prescription and she has called me. No, no joke. She calls me every day, this woman, to update me on how her mom was doing, on the dosing, and this. And I never even she never bought <laughs> she never spent one penny on our on our on our products. But people like to feel supported, and that's what we give to the community. It doesn't matter if you're Jewish, if you're not Jewish, what color you are, what what sex Green, you are, what, what sex you're married to. I, we don't care. We just want to be the brand 
that people know they can go to to get support because we would have loved to have that support, you know, and we worked so hard to be knowledgeable enough to give other people the support that we didn't have to make it a little bit easier for someone else. And, you know, Alex is my rock. We get through this together. We got through all this together. And, um, you know, it's, it's kind of, you know, they always say like when you have a special needs child, it can go one of two ways, True. you know, right. you know, it either drives you apart or it brings you together. Yes. And between the kids oh, and yeah. this business, um, you know, it, it's not easy. It's not easy. Every day we struggle with something, but it's so worth it. It's so worth it. And we, we've grown so close. Um, you know, I'll try. I'm, I'm going to try not to cry this time. <laughs> yeah, right. Okay? But you know what? When Yaakov came over to us, you know, he was on CBD for a couple of days, maybe, maybe even less. Okay. He came over to us and he looked us both in the eyes. And he said, I love you. Yeah. Okay. Oh, man. And when, when that happened, I said, you know what? This is it. I don't care how many laws we need to sit through. Yeah. I don't care how much red tape there is. Wow. I don't care how many people we have to visit and research and all this stuff. I said, we're going to move 100% forward with this because we want other people to be able to experience what we just did. And what we realized in the, at, in the beginning is we were getting calls from people that were literally on their way out. These are people that were passing away, you know, and then they, they were reaching out to us because we were the last resort. And wow. we were really tried to make it our mission now to become a first choice option yes. for people. Yes. You yes. don't need to wait till you're at the end to be comforted on the way out. Yeah, you can use it to be comforted on the way out. It's a great resource, but there's no reason to. There, there's there, The stigma needs to be to be destroyed that people don't feel like they have to wait till they're they're on their last leg to yeah. be able to get relief. Well, that's it interesting. You talk to a doctor signal. that's understanding and that, under, that knows about cannabis, and and then come to us. You know, if if it's THC, we'll point you in one direction. If it's CBD, you know, we'll provide whatever. We'll, we'll we point can. you to, to a closer direction. <laughs> but we're here to help as as a priority. You know, we find out what you need, and then we make sure you get it. So let me ask you guys a question then. How empowered did you feel after you saw all the breakthroughs and the changes that were happening and you wanted to go back to your, when you had to go back to your doctors for your kids' checkups and you're saying to them, okay, this is what we've been up to. This is what we're doing. You guys are either on board or off board. So what's so that? Our, we our doctors, bite our tongue a lot. Yeah, our doctors actually, we didn't go back. Um, they actually, yeah. um, they discharged us from oh, their finger. Yeah, she did say that. Yes. Yeah. So we didn't have that opportunity. Um, but I want to go back there and be like, hey, let's check out my kid now. You know, that's not really my yeah. priority at this point. I mean, they're mm -hmm. already, you know, working on stuff. I see that, they, you know, the different doctors that we had are already doing the research. And, you know, it just it just wasn't the right timing. Okay. Um, I don't hold any grudges. Mm -hmm. it, it is what it is. And it probably I'm kind of glad, you know, I, yeah. I think that I would have been more passive if they mm -hmm. were into it. I, you know, mm -hmm. I, I learned, I was a very quiet, I mean, I, you know, around my friends, I was never quiet. I was always, you know, bubbly me, but I was very passive when it came to, to being an advocate. And I, yes. I had to learn how to speak for my child because if I didn't, he wouldn't get any resources or he wouldn't get the therapies he needed. He wouldn't get uh, you know, the things that he was allotted to him, uh, you know, 
that's a whole nother subject that we can get into another uh, time, exactly. you know, of, 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 um, you know, I learned very quickly on that if you don't speak up, you don't get anything. Yep. And then when I started exactly. going to therapy groups and seeing people, um, that were minorities and people that didn't speak English as a first language, and they were not getting the services that they were allotted because they didn't know how to ask for it. That's a whole nother thing that we do. Um, that's a, for a different conversation, but you know, it's, it's, it's just, we, we, our mission has changed. Our whole life's mission and goals have changed because of, you know, our children and, and the effects that we see from, from cannabis. And, um, you know, and we just look at it as an all a blessing. So let's talk about, um, formulation. Cause, um, you had said something that perked up my ear and I'm like a cannabis medical cannabis geek. I'm always looking at the research. So you said there were specific terpenes that you researched that was proven or to work with children with um, autism? Did I hear that? Yeah. Okay. Yes, definitely. Yeah. So there's been research done in Israel. Um, I know that Dr. Bonnie Goldstein here uh, in San Diego. Yeah. So she also has done some research on terpenes. Um, I find that it's been more extensive in Israel and um, there are certain um, terpenes that do work very, very well for children with autism. And what's interesting is a lot of those terpenes that they're finding in their studies are terpenes that are found in certain strains that a lot of us already are using. Um, it just needs to be in higher doses. So, for example, myrcene is one of those yes. terpenes mm-hmm. um, that our kids do really well on. So a lot of people use myrcene um, at night. Um, because it does help, uh, it, it is a mild sedative, a natural sedative. So it can help, um, sometimes it doesn't help you fall asleep, but it does help you sleep deeper and you have a better sleep. Um, and our kids happen to do better during the day with myrcene. Uh, it happens to calm them. Sometimes it helps with seizure activity. Um, so there's a lot of research, uh, on myrcene that's going on right now in Israel. Mm. Um, there's also um, beta caryophylline is yes. one of those terpenes. That's what they said for inflammation. Uh, yeah. I know for seizures. What was that? I heard about that for um, anti-inflammatory. Yes. So beta caryophylline oh, yeah, is great Absolutely. for inflammation. I mean, listen, our kids are totally inflamed. You know, mm-hmm. it's got inflammation, brain inflammation. So exactly. when, I feel like when you're targeting inflammation, um, you know, you know, we have two oils, a good day and a good night oil. Yes, I was going to say we'll use a good day for our kid with autism, but someone that has fibromyalgia also does very well, very well on it. And the reason that they're like, you know, well, it can't be a miracle oil. It can't help for everything. And I'm like, listen, when you're targeting inflammation, it doesn't matter what, you know, your side effects from what's going on in your body are coming from your inflammation. So all because you have a different diagnosis than somebody else, your core issue could be just the inflammation. So if we're treating your inflammation and we're treating someone else's inflammation, you both are going to get relief. And I think that's a, it's a holistic approach and that's, you know, it's using plant medicine. Um, you know, another terpene that works very well, um, it's kind of hidden this with autism specifically, um, is limonene. Some mm. kids do very well on limonene and some get more agitated. So I always tell people um, that are, you know, treating kids with autism or adults with autism, just keep an eye out and see if, it, you know, the agitation increases or not. And, uh, you know, it also can also depend on the amount of CBD you're giving. Sometimes kids with autism do better with low doses and mm-hmm. microdosing and some 
don't. Some get more agitated at low doses. So if you see that your child, you know, you give them a low dose and they're actually becoming more agitated, it's appropriate to dose up from there, you know, give them a higher dose that because they tolerate that better. So there's definitely, um, you know, our formulas probably have more uh, terpenes than are in, in typical products um, just because of the research that we've correlated um, has proven that these certain terpenes actually work synergistically together. Um, so that's a huge component. You know, big caryophylline car- is fantastic or limonene is fantastic, fantastic. But when you mix um, lime, uh, myrcene, limonene, and linalool together, you're getting a whole different effect that's been studied. Um, so, I mean, it's all sciencey. I'm a geeky sciencey girl Same too. Here. And uh, this, this just thrills me. I me mean, I can, read, I can read a report and go, oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I'd rather, you know, I've, I've traded in my people magazines for, for all of this research. Yeah, and look, and, and I'm a geek period. <laughs> so you know, and, and, you know, I've always got, gotten excited from putting a computer together and you put that last piece in and it comes to life yeah. and you hear the fan go on and you're like, you, you accomplished it. You, 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 you completed that, that task. And the same thing translates over to us, uh, us helping our kids. When I saw, uh, when we saw our, our son's eyes light up and start communicating with us, this was the missing piece. This was the last thing yeah. that we needed to plug in. Right. You know, and, and what's interesting is, and you know, you'll love this. Um, is that the terpenes that we're finding all of these studies for, it's been there for a while. Some of these studies have been there since the 70s. Some are mm-hmm. much uh, newer. Mm-hmm. Um, that blew my mind, too. But, but yeah. it's all been there. It's uh, this is not new new stuff. A lot of yeah. the cannabis studies are new, but the terpene studies are not. Yeah. And and this is, this is stuff that's been there all this time that we've all had access to and not known about it. So what's exciting is— a lot is, of it has been political. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, the, yeah. What we're doing too. now is making – we have two formulas, our Sunrise and our Sunset formula, which is the same ter- – uh, it's the same terpene blend as Good Day and Good Night. Okay. Um, yeah, and our Sunrise and Sunset have no CBD in it, and it's just the terpene blend with an MCT oil base. Uh-huh. And the reason that we made those is because other – some people are already on a cannabis regimen, and they just don't have the terpene blend that they need. Um, so this is an addition to whatever cannabis regimen you're already on. Or they're effective on their own. So terpene, CBD and THC need to have other components, right? They need other cannabinoids to be as effective as they could be. But terpenes on their own are still as effective as they are. So these terpene blends can be effective even without the CBD because they're working synergistically together. Makes sense. So we have people that can't have CBD, for example, people on blood thinners. Um, people that are on blood thinners should not be taking CBD because CBD can sting your blood. So if you're already on a blood thinner, like a Coumadin or something like that, you're not going to want to take CBD, but you can still get relief and anti-inflammatory relief, um, anti-anxiety relief, and all these things from these terpenes alone. Um, Some people are on certain SSRIs that they shouldn't be taking CBD with, but they can still take these terpenes and get relief. Um, Some people are in work environments where drug tests are involved. Exactly, honey. Exactly. They're, they're nervous. Even even where though we're THC free, you know, you can never take that 99.999, you know, chance um, if you're in a field that can't. So we have a lot of veterans, a lot of um, active uh, service members Mm -hmm. um, that use our products and they prefer to use the the um, terpene blends that we have without the CBD in it to get that relief. We try to make our products accessible to as many people as possible. Right. Exactly. Uh, Next question about your honey. How much CBD is in there? Because I didn't notice that with your honey. 
Yeah, so the honey. You're talking uh, about my wife, honey? Or are you, <laughs> which honey are you talking about now? I got my hands full. I could never add another one to my life. <laughs> it's so funny. I can count the amount of times that, that um, Alex has called me Shifra um, on both my hands. Like, oh. he calls me honey since day one. So, oh. um, what, do, what, what do I call you? I think memes. Yeah, I, I think of something as long as it's not outside That's her cute. name. Hey, babe. That's what I call it. Hey, babe. Listen, there's, there's other shippers out there. I felt like if I separated it and I called my wife something different, that it, it would remind me how special she is to me. So that's kind of like my little. Uh, Cheesy number for all you uh, romantic. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, you, uh, that's so cute. But it's funny. I I call my wife babe all the time. My son comes, hey babe. I'm like, who's he talking hey, to? <laughs> exactly. Well, in the beginning, when Yako first started talking, he also called me honey because he thought that was my name. That yeah. Was <laughs> was oh, that was hysterical. Yeah. Yeah. But my... um, so the honey is a special that we have. We only do it in September, um, oh. because um, it's the Jewish New Year, which is Rosh Hashanah, mm-hmm. and um, we have a tradition of at the Rosh Hashanah table, which is on September 18th this year, because um, we go by the uh, the Hebrew calendar. So it's we start our days at night. It's like a lunar calendar. So every year it's different, but it falls in September. Um, we dip um, a piece of apple in the honey, and then we eat it um, as a tradition to have a sweet New Year. So, but the apple is like is a, is a circular fruit, so we dip it in to signify that the whole year round should be a, a sweet, sweet, a sweet year. Um, oh, wow. So, gotta try that. Can we do that? Yeah, let's do. It. Everyone should do. It. Everyone should have yeah. a sweet year. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Forget so this the year. Is, the little honeys are only available. Uh, we only do. We do one run for September, and um, they're fifty milligrams. It's a one point five uh, ounce jar. Um, so it's like a personal, a personal honey jar, which happens this year to be super sanitary yeah. because typically at the Rosh Hashanah table you have a lot of family members, and then you'll have like a communal dipping bowl and like, hun- like apples cut and. Everyone does like one little dip, and we yeah, hope no we, double dipping. Yeah, folks. we pray there's no double dipping. But there's always <laughs> that kid that licks their fingers and like. You know, it's funny. It's funny. What are you gonna do? Or the uncle that does it. You know, whatever. <laughs> oh my god, that one guy. It's just that yeah, one that guy. Yeah, one guy. You're like, oh, you're like, <laughs> you're no that, one I'm do not... it anymore. Don't take any more honey, guys. Yeah, uh, I'm done. <laughs> but uh, these are little sanitary, personal, personal honey jars. But they're, yes. they're, the writing was really small. We couldn't find a sticker that fit on there so good. So it's they're 50 milligrams. Oh nice. Uh, you know, we we we. Do do it also because we're trying to show you know how creative you can get and you don't need to you know for some people you know taking a tincture you know a dropper in their mouth every morning or evening is 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 the norm you know and for other people you know they get turned they really want to try it because they need it but they're turned off by just how medicinal it, 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 it seems and you know you can put it into your stir-fried vegetables you could bake it into a cake you know, you can mix it into your smoothie in the morning and you can mix it into honey and use it for your holiday. Well, I also love the idea that um, I think honey is really important for us because um, it's part of the stigma. You know, it's this is a holiday thing that we would do anyway. And it's OK that it has CBD in it. You can have this on your table and you can have relief and it's OK. This is OK. Um, so, you know, we find it's like pushing the boundaries but not too hard that people can still relate to it and understand it and be comfortable with it hey, Shipper, you just wrote a uh, this is one of the times you oh you called me Shipper. You know, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like should i be calling 
my wife honey during this whole podcast thing. <laughs> we're not on a whole lot of podcasts. I ran out of fingers. You're up to 11. I'll use myself. Uh, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> no, no, we, we welcome honey. But, um, That's great. Go what for was, it. What was I going to say? I wrote something. Oh, oh well, my, my wife's latest. I'm going to plug my wife's latest blog post. Yay. Which talks all about, you know, different things that you can do for COVID and for, you know, you know, you're going to have to read it for yourself. <laughs> and you'll, 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 you'll see. But, you know, all of this is okay. CBD is okay. And we're not in the 70s and 80s over here. There's so much research. And we know that this is a healing plant. And we need to just, you know, hit this with as many prongs as possible. You know, we have an education piece. You know, we have a research piece. And we have, we have you know... Feedback. We have customer feedback. The biggest thing for us is, like I mentioned before, uh, I think in, in, in part one, is that we rely on customers coming back and telling us how it works for them. We, we invite them to write a feedback, like a Google review, because not because we want to get you know see how many five stars we can get, but because we want to genuinely know that it helped people, so that we can use that information to help get rid of the stigma for other people that are not sure if they should try it. Look at all the reviews of customers that have tried it and have had results. You can be one of them. Exactly. You know? yep. That's awesome. That's perfect. Cause, uh, and that's one thing I have to say about this industry is that we found a lot of people that are doing the same mission that you guys are on. And that's it. It's really a beautiful thing. And it's something that we, we, you know, we take it for granted, but at the same time, knowing what's been happening, it's really good to know that people like yourselves are around. Yeah. Just educating others. Basically what you're saying, you get the feedback and then you can say, Hey, you know, Timmy is, I had the same issues as you. He used it. He's about, you know, your demographic, Maybe that could work for you, you know? So I love what, exactly. what, you, what you said about that. It's not so much to hype up your product, but it's to Help. have almost like data, you know? Well, yeah. This is why we have samples as well. You know, if someone is coming to us with an issue and they're not really sure, we'll send them a sample. And, you know, let's say someone is dealing with, oh, we had, we had a patient recently that was dealing with, uh, was it eczema? What was it on, on this lady's hand? Oh, that Paracis? was crazy. That was unbelievable what happened. That was crazy. Psoriasis? She had, I, I, forget, I have the name Psoriasis. in her file, but it was, um, it was a, a type of a skin cancer. Oh, that's a different And it, 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 it's a cancer that presents on her skin. It, you can't get rid of it. Once it, it disappears from one area, if it does, it appears somewhere else. I, ha I don't have I, – the name is, is uh, fleeting me right now at the moment. But um, she's she spoke to a doctor, and the doctor is – a, do a doctor that we have no idea who this lady is, um, not in the community. She's actually out in Texas. And the doctor recommended our topical to her. So wow. she called us and we had a discussion with her. And she's been sending us progression pictures um, every few days. And, it's, and her hand is clearing up. And um, it's a very, very painful cancer. Um, to, you know, she can't use her hand. And she, now she has full mobility in her wow. hand. And we had no intention of curing cancer. You know, I feel like we're like, <laughs> yeah. we're like an infomercial. You know, that you watch it like one o'clock in the morning, fire cream is going to cure your cancer. <laughs> yeah, you, you know, it's, but, but it's, I mean, we're laughing about it, but this is serious stuff. Serious. You know? It is serious, I mean, yeah. It, it's unreal to see how her hand was, uh, her hand looked like a burn victim. It was, it was um, almost unrecognizable. Um, 
and her hand now has clean patches of, of skin on it that without redness and she's not in pain. She's like, I could she's like, I couldn't sleep because of my hand pain. And now I'm sleeping and she's not using our sleep formula. She's just using our topical. And it's really, you know, the terpene blend. I really, we really are, think it's very powerful and we're seeing a really good results with it. So I think there's so much of this plant that needs to be explored more, exactly. more research yeah. needs to be done, but there is current research and research that already has been done. And I think more people just need to know that they can access this research. It wasn't that hard. You know, we just had to have the fire to do it. And, you know, when we have kids like ours, you know, it's a natural fire that just comes from within to, to know, to be able to help. Yeah. You know, we're, we're definitely not, uh, you know, we definitely have a long road still ahead of us. You know, the, the, the folks out there taking the Advil and the Tylenol and, uh, you know, even, even much worse things, you know, that, that, that's still, you know, especially older people, but still hold the stigma, you know, remember, you know, the potheads on the streets and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, we're doing whatever we can to continue to change that. Uh, I just got to say, bless you guys. Listen, and thank, thank you so much. Because that's just amazing. And the fact that your child was the purpose and it became a family affair and it just grew into helping everyone else around. So it's not just, you know, because some people, when you get all this excitement, you're doing this great thing with your family, you want to keep it to yourselves. But you were like, no, we're willing to share this. We just can't. You know, it's like you're doing God's work, you know, in that sense. Like, you know, you got to spread that love. That, that's our mitzvah. Oh, man. Oh, and that's the- you know, we, we, we strongly believe that everybody is put here for, for a reason. Yes. You know, and when, when, when God gives you such a clear mission, how can you, how can you not take it around with it? Yeah, that's what I said about my wife. I said the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, we're doing this because, <laughs> you know, because I mean, you can think about it. You guys were meant to be, be so together hard. You to know, do this. You know. Yeah, we were just yeah. reflecting on that. It's like I don't know if I could have done this with someone else. Oh my God! We said, "Oh, listen, yeah. we're gonna have to have like a parent group, like a." We say that <laughs> all the time. We're like, we're like, we are the dream team. We could have not done this with anybody else. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Yeah, you know what? I tell my wife all the time. I would, you know, I say it very, very, very carefully, but I say <laughs> I would do it again. You know, I don't, I don't want, I don't want to do it again. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> was, but if I had to, it's been quite a road. <laughs> right. but, yeah, it's true. Like you said, a dream um, team. Uh, Dr. June called us what Olympian status or something like, like that, that for what we've been doing. Yeah. It's like been amazing, but it's like it's awesome. you know. But when you're so modest about it and humble because you feel like you know you're doing the right thing, you don't look at it as if you're, you know, you're changing lives. You, yeah. You, uh, uh, uh. A hundred percent. We're just trying to provide I mean, the information. This is, this is not, um, you know, people think, oh, you know, oh, there's so much, you know, there's so many ideas of the cannabis space, you know, and if yeah. people think, oh, they're in cannabis, they must, you know, be sitting on a wealth of uh, a mountain of money and have yeah. a yacht and, uh, you know, nah. live in a mansion, you know, and, they, and then they come to our house and they're like, oh, <laughs> 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 oh, <laughs> there's, 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 we give 10% to charity. We, you know, we, we, we still, we still don't make money and we're still giving 10% of sales monthly to charity yeah. because this was not meant to be our uh, our power play here this was yeah. this is this just evolved into what it is um, and we're just we're just blessed to be in this space we uh, really are and everyone else around you is fortunate as well that you guys made that decision because all these years you know someone in your community could have made that decision 
but you guys did and it was with a purpose and, and love and that's that's what's so important and it's beautiful thank you thank so you guys funny. so if someone wanted to go and um, get in touch with you guys get in touch with you guys how would they do so so um, they could find us on our website, which is mitzvahwellness.com. It's M-I-T-Z-V-A-W-E-L-L-N-E-S-S.com. Um, we also have an Instagram at Mitzvah Wellness, and we're on Facebook uh, and Twitter. Awesome. You could also email us, info at mitzvahwellness.com. And really, any question, any advice, we're, we're here for everyone. Awesome. And we appreciate that you guys are. And it's a beautiful thing. And I'm, I'm so fortunate that we got to connect with you guys because it was like so similar. <laughs> it's like we're on so opposite spectrums, but on the same parallel line. 100%. I'm excited to, you know, really have a relationship with you guys as friends. Oh, yeah. totally. Definitely. Definitely. I, I can see us all hanging out. I, we have yeah, to make a trip so out to California. I can't wait to see um, how much more your son progresses because. Um, it doesn't stop. The one thing about CD, CBD medicine, where we're seeing with our son, it doesn't stop. Right. Like, we're like, oh, shoot, you're doing this? Oh, um, we were fortunate to have Aiden on CBD very young. So he took it at two. Yeah, two and a half years old. Oh, wow. Like two a and month after he's old. Oh, we, yeah, we saw, the, the, we saw that he was going to be in this spiral of different seizure meds. So we saw that and we he got it luckily he got it very early on but still like we're seeing progress daily even the, even his neurologist like i can't believe it he looks so good oh I, you know everyone who sees right. it like his preschool teacher now he's going to first grade she's like this is insane progress like it, it, it's you you know it i know it's anecdotal but you, you, you have to see it to believe it. It's, yeah, right? It's, it's something. It's, <laughs> they wouldn't believe you. I can't express it. I can't express it enough to people. You know, I, I, I literally, my, my son has autism. He's not going nowhere, but I, we saw a miracle in our home. Yeah. That's it, you know? Oh, yeah. And we want to share it. That's awesome. Oh, thank man. you guys so, so much. I had a Thanks great so time. Thanks so much for having yes, us. Yeah, we thank did you so too. much. And thank you for sharing your story. It's amazing. Uh, we want to be like you guys. But doing podcasts. Oh, you already are. You're better. <laughs> Spreading the word. Yes, yes. You know what? I think that's our path because we were trying to figure out like what's 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 our motivation. You know, what's yeah. going to be our path? You know, to do this, and it seems like this is it. You know, and to give you guys an opportunity to share your stories and motivate others and have people reach out to you. You know, and that was one of the things we did say uh, a lot of is that you're not alone. And right. that was one of our things that we thought we were the only ones and we were living isolated from everyone else because we thought we were the only ones. And then we started reaching out and realized that we're not. We're right there with you. We got we to gotta have each other's back. That's the way we get through this. Exactly. Definitely, definitely. Well, guys, thank you again. We appreciate you guys coming on. Uh, we're definitely going to reconnect again and we'll be in touch. And again, thank you again for the samples. I appreciate it. Yeah, and have happy Rosh Hashanah. Yes, happy Rosh thank Hashanah. You thank so, you so much. so much. Have a good rest of your week, a blessed weekend, and thanks for having us. And yes, then we're definitely. safe and healthy out there. Yeah. You too. Thank Take you. care, guys. Thanks so much. Good night. Good night. Thanks for tuning in. Another episode of Love and Cannabis. I'm Osiris Stephens. And I'm Nina Simmons. Be strong and stay empowered.